0: hey everybody welcome to easy terror lessons from the crypt literally i am just doing a little walkthrough i'm <laughs> doing a walkthrough of um <laughs> giant old cemetery i mean what is it? old like confederate old youch yeah those guys right um just uh we're gonna talk about the sun today which happens to be setting hmm, about what how do you measure the sun? Like it's six inches above the horizon,
1: right? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> there. So you get the idea. <laughs> Long shadows. Um, just needed to get out and and tell a story. So, got my picture. Wait, child card right here. Just one. Hold it up. Hey, yeah, the sun, the sun are about the same size, same position. Yeah. So if you want to know where the sun is right now hold it up at arm's length and that's how far it is from the in between the trees and all these really awesome old old statues i could totally live here <laughs> i will one day right? <laughs> for, <laughs> for a very
1: very long time <laughs>
0: yes like, longer than you'll ever be alive <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't even think like, like a pebble what is it Like the, god i'm gonna say it aren't i like the sands through the hourglass <laughs> yeah that's it. all right so welcome everybody sally has great news today and i am not
1: sure der-
0: i'm not der- sure <laughs> no don't say it i'm not allowed not to, allowed to mention it so read between the lines oh <laughs> uh, man there's so many clues there if you knew what it was you're like no, no golf clap <laughs> which that was not a clue, although they probably have a country club. Yes, so uh, sun, sun card, right? So yay, um, see my students attend the best <laughs> in institutions in the world um, and they do. Yeah. Um, so the Sun card, I wanna talk about that today. And I wanna talk about the one that Arthur Edward Wade consigned Hamlet Coleman Smith to drop. And then he probably said, no, the line must be drawn here. Like, um, what's his name? Star Trek, oh My God, I'm such a horrible nerd. <laughs> he's, he's teaching kindergarten. He goes, no, the line must be drawn, here. <laughs> yeah. He <was. laughs> he's like,
1: well, I'm like,
0: wow, well, that's my style of teaching. All right, so um I did nothing to do with anything. Except for the fact that the sun card weird, oh yeah, I can find Pamela Coleman Smith. Wait, uh, Pam really had, as far as we know, a lot more freedom—like ridiculous amounts—with the so-called minor arcana. Remember, that's a lie. From not no, not Pamela, but the terms major and minor arcana are a lie, fostered, started, embellished by uh, a man who called himself Paul Christian, some Jean Baptiste. John, somebody can pronounce French better than I can. Probably every French person in the anybody who's ever taken French. <sighs> A talking squirrel. Can <laughs> <than I> can. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, cool. when I say Trump cards, I don't want people to get political. So I'm just like, ah, but I don't like saying major and minor without the caveat or the disclaimer, because I don't want you guys to buy into the lie that Because it all goes back to, you know, oh, Charles from Egypt, I means Royal Road. It, it's, oh my God. It's, it's like, these lies, that's the worst part. It's not just that it's lies. We eat them up like, nom, 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 more trite, please. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't want, you know, nobody wants to be lied to. And yet we all want to be metaphysical experts. And due to the nature of metaphysics, our progenitors, or ancestors, right, yeah. Our forebearers, God, you want to say fathers, right? Although it was one b- bunch of dudes, right? God yeah, bunch of bunch of white men. White men lie. Don't trust them. Shit, that means me, doesn't it? Um, don't uh, just just be careful what you believe. And this is why we apply critical thinking, critical theory, right, to our tarot studies. So we end up being awesome tarot readers. and researchers and metaphysicians who actually make shit happen. That's the whole point is I want your divinations to be awesome. I want you to be able to make stuff happen. I want you to be the best ever, the best ever. Uh, and we that's all we focus on. And we do it. And we do it at low, low prices. So low, low price of free today, pull out your Pamela Coleman Smith variant writer week dick. Copy of the sun. Open your copy of um, uh, Pictorial Keys of the Tarot, any one of those things, right? Just, just look at that. So, we, um, other variations of the Sun card, all of them generally have the Sun, uh, but some of them have the boy and the girl, and and that's that's probably a better representation. But again, this is the Tarot we have. This is the birth of the. English language tarot, 19. I'm
1: gonna
0: say 1909, but really it was 1910. Even even the, the even the RNL deck. Oh my god, it's the RNL deck. There's only six in the world. Well that you know of. And uh, almost my hands. Yeah, I'll get it. But the point is it was December 10th. Right? That's what I made it to do so, you know, wait, wait a couple of days. And the, by the way, the printing was so bad. That's why they came back out like right the beginning of you know next couple of months right at the beginning of uh, uh 2010 i mean 1910 you can my dates right, right? you right <laughs> back out went, hey here you go the same same exact images everything just just better cardstock
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right so we have a picture of the sun again this is the the one that we this is the tarot gentleman this is the tarot we've chosen this is the tarot that has uh, become the basis for most of the decks on, on the planet. And definitely, even people like Crowley or Crudy, um, even rebelling against, because, you know, he was a member of the Golden Dawn, that we got pissed off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As well, you know, pretty much everybody got up and quit the Golden Dawn. Thank you, Matters, whose name was not McGregor, because that was a fake name, and everybody should know that. You know, know your metaphysics, become a master, become a much better metaphysician. Last here we got this card, right? It's got a picture, it's got a circle, face, it's got wavy line, straight line, wavy line, straight line. And at the very top there's what's uh, Holly Volley. Um stole from her. Well, she gave it away, right, but she called it the oh shit line. <laughs> I think it's pretty, pretty fantastic. And <laughs> she said. Straight wavy straight wavy straight. Oh, oh, shit. And <laughs> um, there's a clue to this. And I'd like you all to look. You can go to um, what was it weightsmithtarot.org or um, museumoftarot.org. It's only free, you no know, advertisements. Um, I have an original copy, the 1911 copy of um, the. Uh, solomon's book i can't forget what it's called i haven't looked at it in like uh, a month it's uh it's that book, right uh I, I feel really bad that i can't remember the name of it but it's got a picture an engravement you know an engraving um uh, or or woodcut um
1: the
0: the image itself is about 12 inches high and it's uh it's just you know the line work for magician card, missing Gold, I have a 1971 version. Same, you know, the same thing is that Ryder made, made both of them, of course. Technically, the first one was William Ryder and Son Limited, even though William Ryder was dead. So it was and Son, you know, because he found out the Welby Collection. And that's when they went full a lot of gold publishers. But in the 1971 edition, if you can only get that one, it's really, really, really close. As a matter of fact, as long as you don't open it, because, you know, the, the, uh, the 1911 edition, the one from 60 years earlier, has nice um, French pieces and uh, tissue paper and whatnot. But, uh, but on the surface, they both look damn near identical. So don't feel bad if you can only get 1971. one. But I'm telling you, at least once in your life, look at this thing. In person as you can come on over to my house maybe you'll find one in a museum or something um but i want you to look at the magician card and see how the uh the leaves and and some of the roses go all the way across the top Mm -hmm. the point is this shows that at one point possibly drawn by possibly drawn by pam or possibly filled in by an expert copyist Again, this is drives me that this will keep me awake at night. The magician card is exactly as it is, but you have nice, clean, clear lines. You can tell what those damn things are on the edge of the uh, edge of the table.
1: Mm-hmm. Not
0: only are they crisp and clean and clear, but they're really big, right? Um, again, I, I think I took a picture and put it up on the website. Um, so it's there. There is no cut away or cut out for the number let's apply that to the sun card Mm -hmm. let's say that the sun card originally had well i would suppose a wavy line now again this is this is this right here is speculation and this is really pushing it because if you were going to do a wavy line you would have to go wavy straight wavy and if you compare the top to the bottom
1: Mm -hmm. i
0: suppose that's possible like if you look at the bottom of the sun there's a wavy straight wavy line and in that same general amount of space you could put a wavy straight wavy line at the top now why does this matter it matters only for the historians only for those who want to try to really understand the nature of the messaging of the symbology of of the original intent of the tarot. so when i say the messaging what i'm saying is what did the people who put this together what did what did well essentially arthur had to wait and we can trust him to a good extent because he only had his job at all because he worked for uh philip wilby collection and he translated archaic um and arcane uh, texts, you know, like Agrippa and
1: whatnot. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and he translate that into English for the, you know, for the English crowd, for the British, English reading countries in Britain, essentially. And so he just kind of came on over, and then he uh, he was an anchor that uh, Mathers really, really wanted him in the Golden Dawn. And so, you know, eventually he, he came on over and he tried it for a while. So this is how this all came together. The point is that Art wanted to change the tarot. He wanted to make it metaphysically correct, not in a let's copy the Italian or French style and the French copied from the Italians, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So... What was called the tarochi, because that would be Italian, was shortened to the tarot, which was French. The British never bothered to change it. They're like, fine, fr- you know, fuck it, French it is, tarot, whatever. <laughs> and we won't, we won't, men- we won't um, pronounce a silent T either. So, ha ha. Funny, much as the French and the English don't get along on so many things, they they, they got along on. Hey, let's keep this. Let's keep the images. Heavily borrowed from the Marseille images, heavily, super heavily borrowed from Atea, classical Frenchman. World's first narrator. writer. But.
1: uh,
0: Waite was both Catholic and alchemist. Pre-Golden Dawn. He, he, well, you know, you, you spend your days and nights. You're literally, the only way you're getting paid is to copy text over. So he's getting a de facto Oxford level education, right? He's reading all of the old master's documents and transcribing them. And in the sense, no more than transcribing, if you guys have never done this, in the sense of translation, you have to, especially if it's not your first language, right, you have to think in, let's say English because it's first language, look at the uh, document, and understand the words there in that language but using your let's say british or english right concepts to understand them in that in that language then you have to translate that from that language into something that is as accurate and um understandable to whoever you're translating it to right you have to translate that back into inside your head, English, and then and then write that down. It's a very tiring process, but in the process, you're really doing deep semantic thought. You're doing critical analysis and reasoning. And you can't help it. You're, you, anybody's brain, if you have any intellectual curiosity in being a translator, you would be a translator of foreign languages, obviously. and arcane text. You can't help but compare what you're reading to what you've already read for. So, in a sense, the reason why I'm going off on this diatribe is that yes, we can complain that weight changed the images. It is said, and I get myself in trouble here, God made man in his own image. Uh, Okay, let's say the Bible actually worked like that. The question is, God, the, the you know Judeo-Christian God. If this is the case, did God make man the way he looks, or in his own image, meaning, hey, look, I came up with it myself. You know, I mm. the Bible says, or, or Hebrew text says, I'm the only God; you'll have no others. Why? Why do we even have to talk about no others? Like, like if you're the only one, it shouldn't even be a concept, right? Right. Are you saying? USA, number one. <laughs> Russia, number <laughs> one. It's like, I, 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 wait, wait. So by saying number one, are you saying there's number two? Mm-hmm. I have to go number two. No, you don't, don't <laughs> bring that up, potty mouth. So the point here is that weight, right? So using that as a, as a, as a base. Hello, goodbye sun setting. Always, well, not always. I'm mean, going to tell people. But it's it, The sun likes it when you wave goodbye to it. He says. So, did Waite make the tarot in his own image? Did Waite play God and say, wait, well, of course he did? You know I mean? Because even though, yes, he was a translator, even though he had a unique style of understanding metaphysics at that point in time, where he was just reading everybody else's texts, but because he read a conglomeration of texts, because he was the, literally the translator, he had a good sense of knowledge. Now, knowledge unfortunately often uh, precludes arrogance.
1: Ask <laughs> <That's> me, right?
0: <laughs> so what I want you to be aware of is that just because the tarot has this image does not mean that was was, you know, the aliens didn't bring weight this knowledge. Um, he literally he copied it from atea He copied it from the Solabuscadec, which a copy of, not like, okay, not a Solabuscadec, but a copy. I believe it was a photographic copy, um, but but the but a copy of the images, the Solibuska deck were in the British Museum at China. Also, there was this guy going around called Waterhouse. Um, St. Cecilia, I've ranted about this before. Look at the two of wands, look at St. Cecilia, look at two of wands, look at St. Cecilia, you know, back to the me, mm-hmm. right? Whatever. God bless Tam, but she, she plagiarized. Wait, plagiarized. There's a whole bunch of plagiarism, right? Okay, so fine, whatever. So the images that we have are not necessarily metaphysically correct. And I'm not saying that they are. In fact, metaphysically incorrect. What I am saying is that. Terror started out as a game. Yeah, fine, whatever, but it was based on values and virtues and and uh, other such nonsense words that I can't think of at the moment because I'm too busy trying to move on to the next topic already. Um, it was all based on that, so there was it wasn't like it was just like oh, here's random images. Um, but at the same time, This, Pam was no metaphysical expert, right? Let's just get that out of the way. Waite was an interesting form of metaphysical expert. He was not a metaphysician. He was a translator. I mean, was he part of the Golden Dawn? Yes. Did he he have pictures and go through all that stuff? Yes. Study his work carefully and you realize he was a hobbyist, right? fine whatever we're not here to disparage them just just understand who's creating your your stuff so i give you permission as a true and proper metaphysician you can change whatever you like if it works for you and the, the key is works you have to show your work right you have to show proof it does have to work for you but if it works for you Just like everyone else who has ever drawn a deck, you can change stuff. Now, that's all important because when we're talking about the meaning of any card, not just the Sun card, we really want to understand what we're looking at, what the traditional meaning is, you know, just generally speaking, don't take that as gospel, but understand what people have ascribed to it. Look at the image and say, well, what is the power of imagery or symbology? What am I looking at? Well, I'm looking at a giant sun. A giant sun is in the sun, Uberalis, the sun uh, being worshiped like a god, the sun being the.
1: We have,
0: I'm looking at the moon now. Um, the sun is just set behind the trees, but the moon is up. Moon is awesome. Moon is great. Not quite full. It's about as big as the sun in the sky, right? And so the sun and the moon have special um, special metaphysical properties. Uh, we see that from astrology. This is where um, a lot of the sun. So I'd say that the astrology codified the overall beliefs, the most common beliefs about the sun and the moon, which then became the basis of magical theory. So if you understand astrology, you understand magical theory. If you understand Uh, If you look beyond or before astrology, kind of get a feel of where astrology got its terms from, no, its terms, apologies, where it got its meanings from, then you really understand. Pretty red leaf. All right. So, we're looking at big giant sun, right? When the sun is out, it blots out everything. There's there's billions, trillions, trillions of stars out there. There's only one sun. It's not even that great of a sun, but it's our sun, right? So that's what's important. It's it's, it's a backwater kind of yellowish sun. It's not all that bright. It's not all that big. But God damn it, it's our sun. That's our sun. (laughs) Yes, it is. Thank you for getting that. That was just dumb. But I'm here to entertain myself, and that's why this is so important is that they could have put and maybe they should have they could have put all kinds of imagery here and what do they do just put this on
1: mm-hmm. all
0: right then you got the boy and the horse well let's look closely i'm going to say it's a boy i don't think it's politically correct to show little girls um naked so naked a little boy whatever if you do, if you want to be non-gender specific fine it's a little child Naked riding a, um, a white horse. The white horse is a spiritual vehicle, much like the church. Whenever you see white as a dominant color, it's just like, oh, that leaf was white. Sometimes they didn't do coloring very well um, with the early weight stuff. Now, that's a known fact. Um, it's a cheap slapdash product. If you look at the quality of printing that was available at the time, Damn near photographic. I mean, you could you could put 1910 printing from magazines, um, right up uh, the color plates, not the not the black and white red ones. You put them up. You just put one in a normal magazine, and you weren't paying too much attention. You just flip right by, never even notice. Or you might even go, oh that's an interesting art style," but you'd never you'd never think. And I'm talking this. You just cut image out you didn't mm-hmm. reprint it or re-pixelated or anything. So it's is super high quality printing. Unfortunately, boys at uh the writer, uh William Ryder and Son are like, we huh, gotta save some money. And then when they changed <laughs> to the writer and company, which is like around 1915 we suspect.
1: Mm-hmm. Same thing. It got even
0: cheaper. That's where we came with D deck and B deck, which people complain about. Right. So what do we have here? We have the dominant, much like the protagonist in the story. We have the dominant image in the card is the sun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The flag is an allegory for the sun. Technically, the flag is an allegory for what we call Leo energy. Leo energy. Uh, remember, astrological signs are labels and so nothing more than that. Um, so it's a label. I don't have to you know freak out about the word Leo. You could say Pepsi, right? Pepsi is a label. Brand. And that's, that's what Leo energy is. It's the energy of the brand. Ergo, as Eddie Izzard says, do you have a flag? Well, yeah, right. You know, it's the whole point is the sun is a flag. Remember, I just said this. The sun is just a you know, backwater star, but it's our star, right? It's our mm-hmm. brand. And, and how do we know that? Because it blots out everything else. Like, there's not another star. It might be a planet. It might be a moon. You know, sometimes you get a little Venus. Maybe if you're clever, you might go with Mercury or, or Jupiter. Um, but it's no fucking stars. Serious? Ha <laughs> ha. I, I, I don't, right? <laughs> nope. Not while well. the sun's not well, not on my watch. That's the whole point of the sun. And that's the whole point of a flag. A flag says, Hey you are here you know this is my land or you are part of our association
1: mm-hmm.
0: or you are going to do what we want
1: mm-hmm.
0: so this card just reinforces um a- again in the sense of uh you want to get really funky with this let's go christianity god the father god the son god the holy ghost again if you're a christian don't don't freak out about that i'm just throwing this out there because it was drawn was not necessarily well she wasn't a catholic at the time so i'm not going to say it was not drawn by catholic but um but wait who had his hands all over this definitely was catholic Mm
1: -hmm. even
0: though he also wanted to be a physician and he wanted to kind of run his own church so it was he was kind of a reformist in a sense right so we have god the son holy spirit the flag This this is a lesson in theology and then the, the the whole you know god the person in this case baby and the horse the horse is the church the horse is the vehicle why the sunflowers well sun but what is a sunflower and and there's i grew up in los angeles in sunflowers two three feet tall right huh <laughs> if you have that and now it's three feet tall no no they're like you know 12 15 inches tall I didn't realize there was something called giant sunflowers, which just those should be called sunflowers. Kind of like the way poodles are called poodles, and then toy poodles or miniature poodles are what the rest of us call poodles. So, but poodles themselves are big fucking French dogs. Um, sunflowers, or what they call giant sunflowers, what six eight feet tall? They, mm-hmm. They're huge. Like uh, they have the stamen. That's that little part, middle part like a, the size of a dinner plate, sometimes a platter. They, so they they, um, I lived in the Redwoods. And one thing I found is that given, given the choice, every tree will, it's, it's a brutal competition. Nature is a bitch. It's a brutal competition. Life at the bottom of the food chain is just brutal. Um, because the competition, same thing with trees. They're all shooting up. Why are the trees so damn tall? Because they all want that magical sunlight. Mm -hmm. Redwoods demand sunlight, but they are communal. They're, They're very Virgo, they're very, you know, just interlaced, very material, right? So, Virgo, redwood tree. Fire resistant, by the way, and also bug resistant. So, plant a whole bunch of redwoods around your house and you'll have roaches. This is a scientific fact. So, there you go. Plus, also, the fairies will come. That's a metaphysical fact. So the point of all this rambly stuff is that these sunflowers and and redwoods will fight each other because they absolutely thrive on direct sunlight. Of course, plants and other other plants and trees too, but, but this is, this is all. And the thing is that because Redwoods often grow from sister trees, daughter trees, where they grow from the root structure rather than seeds. Now They can grow from seeds. I've seen it happen before in my own yard, so don't let anybody tell you differently. But because they grow so close together, well, yeah, it's just a matter of evolution. Was like, well, I'm going to grow taller. Well, I'm going to grow taller. Oh, you know, and Then you get to the point where it's just the water can't circulate any higher. It's like, okay. So I'll just give up. So in that sense, this is a card of competition, this card of domination. This is a card of is a beneficent card. It's a happy card. You could put a smiley face on it. You know we have happy tarot cards and our happy tarot cards, it flips it upside down. It's generally considered bad fortune, unhappiness. So what does the sun mean? Generally, it means warmth, sunshine, happiness. Remember, this card was drawn. Way back at around 1438 to 1450, we're trying to figure out exactly the year when the tarot images first came out. Got it within 12 years. It's pretty fucking good. Uh, and we know in Italy we're just arguing over which town exactly was first. Doing that forever, right? So this is a card of domination. And again, in the sense of an oligarch, a kind oligarch. Hi. Hi. A totalitarian ruler, but I'm a friendly ruler. I'm the sun who bakes your skin like a potato, but I also, you know, without the sun, there is no life. And by extension, we have the flag. So this is a card of zealotry. You know, power to the zealots, because the the the, the young boy or the or the baby here, well, oh, baby to be a baby, but let's call him baby, baby holding a flag which is holding the brand or banner or energy publicly, right, of the sun mm-hmm. is, uh, what do they say, drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> so, so this card has some pretty dark significance. Uh, indoctrination, being firmly embedded into the, the psyche. So this also is the card of the zeitgeist or the grand, you know, the paradigm of the public. Now, generally speaking, yes, you're going to go. Okay, this is a card of happiness, and remember that when this card was drawn, it was right at the genesis. <laughs> I'm work that for in. Um, it was right at the genesis of the Italian Renaissance, which came before the Renaissance by a There was no electricity, right? So mm-hmm. the sun was an allegory for day or daylight. Day, daylight, the sun—these were all allegories for um, honesty, truth, justice, the American way. There's no fucking American way back then, you know, because it's illy right? So, truth, justice, Superman—that was. This is literally the card of Superman, even at the red cape. So, even though they didn't have Superman back then, you could look at Superman we could say, "Oh, well, where would Superman fit in a superhero tarot deck?" Of course, he's got to be the sun. This is all there is to it understand this mix your pop culture with your ancient history and your metaphysical understanding with your psychology and what's going to happen is you're going to have an understanding of the tarot that eclipses anything you can read in a book yes the basic meanings you know read my book read any book well read a good book um you'll get the generic general meanings of the sun card but i want to go deeper in these tell you why i want to tell you how i want you to become really amazing prognosticators and intuitive counselors and and dare i say tarot readers or tarot consultants or tarot researchers so what do we have here now the wall is i'm gonna get in trouble for this but there's no set definite spiritual significance to the wall it's a way of saying okay. We need a backdrop. Throwing up some um, some uh, sunflowers, which grow from the ground, you know, up above the height of the horse.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so we have the the symbols are here: are the sun, sunflowers, kid. Again, kid, innocence, baby. If you think about the the, the concept of being a baby, very Leo, very also very Aries, it depends on which way you're looking. Um, If we are adults, then babies are Leo because they are the generation that that comes from us. If we. Are the baby then then that's very Aries, Arian in the Aries sense of the word. Um, Again, horse. All of these are just reinforcing each other and the concept of the wavy lights, wavy lines, sorry, straight lines are the straight lines are lines of light or visual spectrum light and the wavy lines are the invisible lines of what we call radiation or so heat so we get light heat light heat light heat other than that i have to just tell you it's not some secret inference there's not some deep secret metaphysical meaning that if you peel back layers and connect the dots. It makes a polyhedron or something like that. Please remember, this was a rush job. And as much as Waite did want to put in it, he put his own personality, his own opinions, and his own belief system skewed as it was into the cards and then um, pretty much gave Pamela the for the most part, there are some cards where he had his hands in, but for the most part, on the, on the twos through tens, he kind of let her just go you know, here. Just, Mostly, weight was um, major arcana first, definitely, definitely, his hands are all over the um, aces and then um, some of the tens. Mm -hmm. all right so as far as the sun goes let's wrap this up again um kind of wandered around a whole bunch today give you a lot of ancillary information hope you guys enjoy it please let me know in the comments or write me at that let me know if you like all of this extra metaphysical information or if you just want in and out just just what does it mean in a (laughs) real i don't want to have to think and then if somebody doesn't want to think we'll we'll make a tarot app so (laughs) put you all out of business (laughs) Just push button, <laughs> instant reading. Who cares if it's accurate? You don't have to read. The general blue sky, blue sky indicates lack of clouds. Now, granted, there's not really a lot of clouds or weather in the, in the tarot anyway. So, you have blue skies, gray skies, yellow skies. And this is really coloring that happened at the, uh, at the printing plant. This is not something that, you know. Pam really didn't have a chance to, to draw in or write in here, color this red, color this yellow, color this green. She was in and out, she did the line work. My point is that I want to be open, honest, truthful, sincere, and clear. And I wasn't supposed to write in my uh, explanation of the tarot so that on your tarot journey, you can understand. What images you're looking at and why, and that way, when you start looking at other decks, oracle decks, astrology decks, which technically would be oracle decks, but like uh, animal decks and different mm-hmm. things that are close to the tarot but not, or tarot decks that have been reformed because the artist says, No, I want to do with cats,
1: right? Which is fine,
0: but if you just got like a pile of cats, what does that mean? Well. I don't want you to just keep going back to the formula of okay, well the, the rider weight deck has this image, so I'm just going to transpose that image so I can try to activate my psyche. But I really like this artwork, or um, or well, I've just studied formula, or or I've come from cartomancy. Seven plus hearts equals you know, choices. Um, This is not how you awaken your intuition. This is not how you become a master prognosticator or a metaphysician. And again, my goal is that you guys will be consulting corporations, governments, secret agencies, that you will be attending mystery schools, that even if you're just working hand to mouth, working for, you know, individual clients or psychic fairs or just doing this for your own you know spiritual growth and and you know lessons hey what can i quick what should i avoid this week i would like to think that you are all learning doing this properly getting really good results and that's what that's what i'm here for help you get good results so I appreciate you all being here for my diet tribe and hopefully again, you enjoyed the enhanced information. I try to give you as much information as I can and I try to make sure that I give you best information that I can, not just you know one, one dude's opinion. When I'm gone, I'm hoping that this material will be available and that you will be able to, in the future, learn, stretch and grow and become amazing for as the guy said old guy old guy in old in the old 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 star trek old guy on a planet told captain kirk for i've climbed the mountain and i have touched the sky well that motherfucker i've done that <laughs> you know, i've done it metaphysically my students get results they get jobs at <laughs> not necessarily going to say not where they're getting a job but all right. All right. Oh, I was gonna say the D word. <laughs> you, you female, you. Um, no, awesome. I one is we're having a good time here. We're actually making history, we're getting stuff done. And this is why we make the podcast. Hopefully we will clean them up and shorten them up, but in the meantime, I wanna make sure you can get as much information and knowledge that you can apply in your real life. And every once in a while I'm just gonna go walk in the cemetery and do the podcast uh hey can you hear the birds chirping i can they're awesome hey, they're my friends they're like phoebe you bastard i'm like look I, a whole bunch of food up there
1: all right
0: thank you all for being here we'll see you next time any questions
1: you know where to get a hold of me i'm waving. Bye for now. thanks a lot dusty bye